tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Recorded live. Happy Friday. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the multi-national award-winning POET radio. You are tuned in to Kylie's World. Hey! <laughs> we are going to have such a good time tonight. I just have to say, let me, let, me, let me give a shout out, first of all, to Goddess Warrior for being my guest interview last Friday. Oh, my God, we had a blast. It was really wonderful to talk to her, get to learn more about her, hear her words, and, you know, and just how she comes up with things. Um, I love that. I love that kind of stuff. You know, I want to know about your passion and, you know, how you got into writing and, you know, what this thing does to you. I know what it does to me, but, you know, I love to hear it from other people. And I just want to say that I'm excited about tonight's guest, too. And just in case you forgot, tonight we are having the dynamic Miss Alien. That's right. So we are waiting for her to call in. But in the meanwhile, let me tell you a little bit about Kylie's world. Look, if you are needing a place to express yourself through, like, your words, um, you are definitely in the right place. You know, if you need to practice that piece, that, that perfect piece, you know, to get ready for a show or something like that, you know, if if you're just a lover of words, period, a, a poet, a lyricist, a songwriter, an author, a rap artist, that's right, rhythm and poetry, then you are definitely in the right place. You are also in the right place to network and to promote. And you know, I absolutely love shameless self-promotion. That's right. That's right. Talk about yourself, what you're doing, what you got going on, and make sure that everyone that is listening to the sound of your voice can find you, can support you, and vice versa. You know, you never know who you're going to meet. Um, while you are uh, listening to Kylie's World, you never know who's going to stop by. Every once in a while, we get to have uh, uh, Black Ice stop in. That's always a wonderful thing when your CEO pops in. You know how when you're doing really good and your boss pops in and say, hey, you're doing really good. You know, you know how you feel when that happens? Yeah, that's the way it is when Black Ice comes on to the show. <laughs> but, yeah, we are definitely going to have a wonderful time. I, I see you guys uh, already tuned in. I know that Miss Natalie is uh, on the line. I talked to her for a brief bit before we started the show. Can't wait to hear what word she's brought to us this evening. Um, but I wanted to let everybody know that, you know, we have – several interviews that are set up for Kylie's World, and it's just going to be a fantastic time learning about these artists. Um, so, you know, coming up we've got um, actually next Friday, as a matter of fact, we have a rap artist, Young Kurt, um, really good young man. Just just a phenomenal artist uh, and a very cool person. So uh, I had the uh, opportunity to hang out with this young man in Vegas um, perform.
performing and doing, you know, just hanging out. And, and so good dude to, for everybody to uh, learn about. So he'll be next Friday. Uh, but also stopping through, we're going to have uh, K. Sarah soon. We're going to have Big Fitz. We're going to have Kasheen Parker, Fashan Matthews, Young D. Rhodes. We're going to have Just Words. We're going to have... Um, uh, uh, um, best poet of 2015, Misconception, is going to come through, and then of course we're going to have Natalie Shields. Yay! <laughs> She's going to be uh, one of our uh, interviews coming up soon, so we're going to try not to give too much away when she gets on the line, but still have a good time at the same time and, and, and kind of get used to her words. I'm very excited about that. Um, let's see. I got a couple of things that pay the bills here. Let's see. We have a black. Ice production coming up. That's right. Oh, I'm very excited about this. This is going to be on November 28th here in Chicago. So if you are in Chicago, this is definitely uh, a place that you want to be. I'm going to get all the information to you guys. Uh, let's see here. We have uh, yep, November 28th. 7 p.m. It's going to be at the quarry here in Chicago. That's uh, 2423 East 75th Street, 7 p.m. General admission, $20, $30 for that VIP dinner. And I'm telling you, that is definitely worth it. So the name of the show is He Saw the Best. This is a spoken word stage play put on by Black Ice Productions. It's all about poets and their testimony. This is going to be a fantastic show, definitely a place that you want to be. You don't want to hear about it secondhand. <laughs> There's definitely where you want to be and be live there to, to enjoy the entire show, and I just can't wait. Um, for my personal uh, um, uh shameless self-promotion, uh, I have uh, an anthology book that I'm in that's coming out soon. It's called Speaking to the Next Generation. Uh, I'm very excited about this. Uh, it's all about speaking to young people uh, about, you know, how you got to where you are. That's always important for them to learn about their their elders, learn about the struggle, learn about what things had to occur before you even got to the point that you are and, and why it is that you can make it so far. You know, how we had to uh, read about and learn about the civil rights movements and things like that. Well, it's, it's kind of like that, but with all of the current issues that are going on today. So uh, I'm very excited about that. I will be mentioning that all throughout the show this evening. Um, but uh, until then, I tell you what, first, I'm trying to think. Let's see. Should we bring on our first caller, or should I start to spit a piece? I think I'm going to start off with a piece. I'm 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 doing a little stalling. I'm not going to lie uh, until my my guest interview pops up uh, on our uh, on the boards, uh, which is fine. <laughs> We're going to have a good time no matter what. So this piece I have, I'm just going to call it Quick Bliss. Okay, so hope you enjoy. I sat and simmered in our love-making stew, for I didn't want to wash away his scent. Our meeting had no prerequisite. We were both astounded by the mutual admiration. 
first look, first touch, first kiss. Amazing. (laughs) Still unsure of the reasons for the excitement. Was it our primal attraction or the situational risk of our clandestine tryst? In an attempt to lead him to our nest, I found that he actually led by following. Oh, yes, (laughs) he was that kind of powerful. From the very beginning, there were moments of exquisite bliss. That was even before he, his blessed contribution joined the game. I was just as awestruck with his phallus as he with my Yanni. We were the perfect match that found each other accidentally on purpose. It seems that this king had hunted me. And as prey, I noticed his presence, but I allowed the chase. We rocked in rhythmic and mutual acquiescence and feeling as if we were underwater making love waves in the city of Atlantis. Our connection was too strong to break after the physical session, and we went for a drive to dine and converse. Breaking all rules, we told each other of things that are only shared with kith and kin, and in the end, the goodbye was just as stimulating as the hello. In the next session, oh, the next session, there will be no holds barred, (laughs) followed by words shared by two gray matter sexuals. And that's that piece. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, I think that's a good way to kick off the show myself. <laughs> if I should say so myself. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and go to our phone lines to our first Illinois caller, which is, should be Miss Natalie. Is that you, Natalie? Yes. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm so glad you were able to come back. Oh, yes. Yeah, so really enjoyed you. <laughs> like I'm enjoying Thank your you. pen very, very much. So <laughs> I'm very excited to hear what you got going on. All right. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Oh, come on now. This this is the best place to do this. You know, when you're at home, you could be in your pajamas or you could be sitting around in your snuggly and nobody would know. <laughs> True. So this is definitely the best time to do it where nobody's staring at you, no pressure. So definitely relax and, you know, treat us like family. Say, hey, you know, you guys, I got something I want to share with you. <laughs> okay. I got something really, really good. Okay, awesome. Well, whenever you are ready, the mic is yours. Okay, it goes like this. I asked my father many times what was bothering him, and he didn't want to talk, like the rejected response a person receives from an answering machine telling them, no, I don't have to talk, but you can leave a message. My father had a conversation with God before he incarnated in his physical part, and God said, man, you have a lot of work to do because you are the chosen one, saith the Lord. My father raised the Holocaust, 
goddamn kids who just seemed damned from the start because my father said yes to the woman who raised him and his brethren, who asked him to raise the fallen angels who were not his. He was an uncle but never the distant father. He played the role of the domestic, the keeper, and the savior. A lot of people said he was like Jesus, with the only difference being he preached, but he had no powers. I wonder a lot of times why do bad things happen to good people. He saved a young girl who was called a crazy bitch, but who only imitated what normal kids do because she wanted to be like them too. So the man in a raging fight with his brother got a thumb sliced off, and that moment he was Abel and his brother was Cain. It seemed like the man was never able to live in a Neverland because his world was D-Day every single day. His enemies were sworn, and even as they were rightfully convicted, he still kept his doors open because they were never closed. The physiognomy of his world was overpopulated with the wrong people, bragging on their battle wounds and unkind behaviors to, to, get for, to get their next big break. They appeared as angels of light, but had Satan written on their foreheads. Their hidden agendas and schemes were not only implanted but tattooed in their vibes. Whenever they walked past, you could feel the vibration, and it feels like a bittersweet symphony. My father raised a lot of kids, so forget about the total because the digits don't matter. But one digit does matter, and that's number one because he raises to be at the very top. They tried to take him down to the very bottom where the pit was. I tell you about these people being Satan because they know where hell is, and they don't have to be asked about anything. Papa, why do you seem so tired of living? He nurses the little boy's schoolwork, stepping back about 40 years earlier to the common elementary practices from dusk to dawn. I know you're tired of doing it because in your eyes I see prisons where there is no rest. You made the laptop your confidant and you live in the online matrix that divides electricity from the divine. Your body begs and pleads for rest, but that whisper tells you it's probably best to strive for the A. And even though the little kid gets the A's, it's because you got them first. It's been a long time since your mind has been on vacation. Wondering where the children are. How did those double digits get so singular? The children of the past look at you like a problem already solved. The common denominator who was first in line, but now he's at the bottom of the ladder because that's where we prefer him to be. Because we like to forget there was a man as wise as Abraham who helped our asses out. Papa, why are you still trying to solve the problem that's already corrected? You already got the hard part sorted out. Sometimes it feels painful to receive what you ask for, even for the person who seeks death but finds peace in the plug being pulled. You call their names, but they are nowhere to be found. But never fear, you are in the city, and they are in the drought. You are older now, and the graves have seasoned your head like lilies do in the spring. The winter season is over, and so are the backlashes. Looking back at the past is like staring at a window pane. You put your hand on it, but you cannot go back. And although you could feel the presence of the pictures like a photographic memory, that is not you. Never mind the sister who science says is your sister because you share the same wound, for her blood is not real, but like red food coloring that pollutes the plane to make it seem real. Never mind the brother who sliced your thumb off because now he is a baby that needs to be teased, sucking the thumbs from those who poured sugar over theirs to make it taste sweet. Never mind the daughter who took part in you being jailed because her abuser is her jailer now, and those around her will not bail her out. Never mind the house she lives in that serves as a prison but it's there that she finds solitude because her mind is a mental war. But at least you can say you are free. You have a lot to live for. That's that piece. Oh, my. Yeah, you you <laughs> definitely brought something really good tonight, Natalie. That was fantastic. Thank um, you. I, I loved how intricate it was, how you weaved back and forth throughout, like, the life story. Um you got to tell us about this piece. Come on now. What's, what, how, how did you come to write this? What's, what's, what was going on in your mind when you wrote this piece? This is dedicated to my father, who is still here with us today. 
And for a very long time, my father asked me, he's been through a lot of things in his life, and he even raised 11 kids. Um, even kids who were not his, so his nieces and nephews. And there were a lot of problems in raising the children where um, they were very rebellious and they caused a lot of problems in the household. Mm -hmm. And my father has been through a lot of things, even with his own family, um, even with his own siblings. Um, And all of this, what I said, is true about his his, uh, thumb being sliced off by his um, brother. They got into a fight. And his brother literally took a sword or a knife and literally cut his thumb off. So that is very true. Everything that is written is um, it's all factual. None of this is uh, false. So for a long time, my father knows that I write a lot and that I'm a writer. And he asked me to write a book on him. And um, he told me that he wanted how many pages he wanted it to be. Mm. So at this time, I was writing poetry. So I figured I'm actually going to turn this into poetry. So I read this to my father, and he was blown away. He just could not believe it. So um, this all comes from my father's story. Um, These these are the words that my father wanted me to put down on paper, on print. So this is all dedicated to my father. Uh, I wrote it the best way that I know how. Oh, my gosh. That is so wonderful. And I'm, I'm assuming he's already heard this. Yes, he has. Yeah, I'm sure he was so proud because that is just a fantastic piece of writing. Even even if it wasn't um, factual, you know, it would still be very strong, a very strong piece. Uh, so very well done no matter what, but uh, I'm sure that he, he was truly blessed by uh, your writing about his story. Right. Yes, he was. Yeah. He blew me away, too. <laughs> when I read it, I'm like, Exactly. Yeah. 
I love it. I love it. I I, I love the the way that you said that your dad um, took care of those that weren't even his. You know, <laughs> uh, that's that's a wonderful wonderful thing. I, that's just I love that and just the the humanity of it. You know. <laughs> to, yes. to take care of some, and it it it, it almost makes him because uh, it it reminds me a little bit of my father, and I call him I call him and my mother actually together I call them unicorns, so because <laughs> they've been married for forty four years now, and wow. I, and I, yeah exactly, and I I have no half anything. I have no steps, no half brothers or sisters, none of that. So, uh, you know, me and my siblings, we all have the same parents and our parents are still together. And that's just, that was always weird when we grew up because, Mm -hmm. you know, it was like people kind of acted like we were freaks. (laughs) Right. And, And then we had to educate them and say, you know, actually, this is how it was supposed to be. <laughs> Things happen <laughs> in life, of course, but this was the way it was supposed to be. But anyway, I call my parents unicorns, and they think it's hilarious. But <laughs> I think your dad is a unicorn as well because nowadays you hear that. You know, you don't you don't hear about a man that will step up and take care of numerous children that don't belong to him, whether they're related it's, or not. It's very rare. Yep. Yeah, so <laughs> loving, loving that. Oh boy, yeah. So, oh my gosh. So, thank you so much. Yeah, I forgot to ask you what the title of that was. It's called Tears of My Father. Tears of My Father. Wow. Okay. Well, I like I've told everyone else, you're going to be uh, one of our our guests. Uh, as an interview here on Kylie's World, which I'm very excited about. I am so glad that, you know, um, I I got the opportunity to have you uh, come on the show soon, but um, I'm hoping that you will do that piece, and and if you can, get your father to come to the show. That would be great. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Oh yeah. So I mean I'm I'm talking to you because I'm waiting for my guest <laughs> to come up but I'm also <laughs> enjoying you of course because you did this really phenomenal piece that is is uh, definitely worthy of talking about, you know. Oh Thanks. yeah. It um I actually um sat down and wrote this in one day. I just it was just one of those days where I felt all the words were already there in my head. I knew exactly what I wanted to say. I felt like I was just hyped up, you know, and I was just very motivated that day to just sit down and write. So when I did write, I just couldn't stop writing because I knew exactly what I wanted to say. It was about time somebody said it, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know what, I, and I have to say that that's very brave at the same time because, you know, you is. You're not sure if you write any piece what how people are going to react to it. But when it's about someone that's close to you, somebody that you know, you know, you really, really want to get it right. You know, so there's exactly. a lot of pressure there <laughs> to to get it right. And uh, you nailed it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank yeah, you. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um Natalie, why don't you tell everyone 
where they where you are, where they can find you, uh, what you got going on, if you got anything, you know, other than your book, which is uh, a great accomplishment. Congratulations about that. Thank you. Mm, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, go go ahead and let everybody know where where they can find you and what you got going on. Okay. You can find me on Facebook. My name is Natalie Shields, uh, the poet. You can find me on there. Um, you can also find me on Twitter and YouTube under La Cherie, L-A space Cherie, C-H-E-R-I-E, the poet. La Cherie, the poet, on Twitter and YouTube. And I um, I basically uh, release um I basically uh, put my poetry on there. Uh, for instance, on YouTube, I release my audio recordings. My audio recordings of my poetry are on there. So um, I think that all of you would like it. And I also do storytelling. I do a lot of that too. And you can also find me um, on SoundCloud under the same name, La Cherie the poet, or it may be Natalie Shields, <laughs> the poet. I forget about SoundCloud, but um, <laughs> I know <don't laughs> <even> that. <laughs> but the easiest, the easiest thing, because a lot of people may not know um, about my name, La Cherie, um, mm-hmm. on uh, Twitter and YouTube. So it's easier, you know, on Facebook to find me, Natalie Shields, S H I E L D S, the poet. Natalie Shields, the poet. Awesome. All right. Well, Natalie, I thank you so much for coming on to the show. I know we're waiting for, um, I hope she gets to call in, for Yasmin to call in, who is your cousin. So we're, I'm giving a shout-out to her right now that um, I know you're a little under the weather, but I can't wait to hear your words. <laughs> oh, yes. We love you, Natalie. <laughs> All right. So we're going to... Um, so we're going to uh, wait a little bit for Yasmin to come in, and then we'll bring you back in with her, okay? Okay. I think this was her that tried to call me. Oh, uh-oh. Well, definitely have her call in. Okay, okay I will. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Natalie. <laughs> all right, all right. That was Natalie Shields, everybody, doing her piece, Tears of My Father. What an excellent piece that she wrote. Um, like I said, Natalie is going to be uh, one of our guests that gets interviewed here on Kylie's World really soon. I will give you a date for her uh, so that you guys can tune in and learn more about her pen and learn more about her. Um, like I said, really enjoying her uh, lately. It looks like we have our CEO on the line. I'd love to bring him in. Uh, let's see. Maybe. I am already old, girl. I am already old. <laughs> Welcome to Kylie's World. How are you? <laughs> you know what? I'm tired. I've been up since about um, 4 o'clock this morning. I haven't been home from work yet. I just Uh-oh. got finished performing for um, Congressman Danny Davis in Maywood, Illinois, and I'm headed um, back south to Madison, Illinois. And... Um, all the things are never what maybe you intend for them to be or turn out like you would like for them to be. But as I always teach and poet, that every performance is an audition for a future opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so many, many people might have said, well, you know, it's not a lot of people here. You know, I'm not going to waste my time. Let me leave. But when that thought 
begins to maybe even creep up in my mind. I counter that thought with God wants me to be here at this time, at this moment, so I'm going to do what he wants me to do, and I'm going to be obedient to that spirit. So as a result of that, there's a handful of people. Congressman came out. He spoke. I performed. Now, we had just been with each other Saturday at the funeral of the 20-year-old who was shot and killed in Chicago. I spoke. He spoke right after me at the funeral. Here it is again. We're in the same place again. I performed. Although my piece was very political and controversial, he understood where I was coming from. And after I finished, he said, I have about four town hall meetings coming up next week. And I would love it if you can come to one of them and do your spoken word at at least one of them if you can't make more than one. Wow. Congratulations. That's awesome. (laughs) So, you know, it's a lesson learned by those who, you know, may be impatient or maybe say, well, man, I, I done spent my money, I done spent my gas money, my time in place. But I don't care whether it's two or five or ten or a thousand. You got to give the same type of performance as if you're performing at, at the BET Awards or Soul Train Music Awards or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's my principle. That's what I did. And as a result, another door of opportunity has opened. And so I'm excited about that. Um, As you know, in our city, for those who are listening, I know um, Natalie is calling from Indiana, one of our Indiana babies, and those who may be listening from across the country, our city is in mourning here in Chicago for the nine-year-old that was executed, that was lured in in an alley and shot several times, a nine-year-old. So, you know, although we have these successes, Although we hear about these good news, when our city is in the state that is in, which is a state of emergency, it's a war zone, um, I can't help but to think about what I can do and what we can do as an organization, as poet, to try to make a difference in the lives of these young people. And that's why we call ourselves artist-activists. Mm-hmm. We use our art for activism work, and our motto is changing the world one heart, one mind, one verse at a time. Kylie, I'm feeling good over here. All right, all right, yeah. So, so we are definitely, uh, like you said, in mourning for the loss of young lives here in Chicago. But we're definitely doing something about it. So, there's no need to complain if you're not going to do be a part of the solution, you know. And that is definitely what we are doing today. I'm so glad that you called in, Black, because um, I had already announced it, but I wanted to announce again about uh, the Black Ice production. He saw the best. The Spoken word play. Oh, my God. This play is going to be packed full of talent. Some phenomenal poets are going to be coming through. Um, We got, what, Script. We got Savant, Geronimo, The Endura, Amy Panay, Ascension Divine, uh, plus many, many, many more. And, of course, Black Ice will be a part of that production. That's going to be uh, here in the Chicago area if you are, you know, in Chicago our uh, Chicago family, or if you can drive in from Indiana, you can drive in from Wisconsin, you can drive in from Detroit, wherever well, you I'm, are, I'm, you can definitely I'm, come I'm in. Expecting, I'm expecting to see Natalie Shields and her, and her girls out that night. All I'm right. expecting to see that. <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting to see my Wisconsin family out that night. Let me explain to you something. Well, 
um, a vision from on high. Mm-hmm. In other words, this vision didn't come out of the mind of Black Ice. All right. And and I and I'll, and I'll explain to I'll explain to you what I'm saying in a, in a couple of ways. When I was performing at the National Poetry Awards in New Jersey, I received several phone calls Friday nights from my brother-in-law. I didn't answer the phone because he can be kind of long-winded, and people who are long-winded, I got to mentally prepare to talk to them because I know I'm not going to get off the phone anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like misconception, you know, she kind of long. Okay, I'm not so, going to fight that fight with you now. <laughs> right, right, right. right. So, it, so anyway, I'm talking to him, I and hear he's you. telling me, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm talking to him, and he's telling me, man, God gave me a vision to give to you. You know that you believed in yourself long before anybody else got on the black ice bandwagon. You was out there doing your thing no matter what people thought, what people said. You wouldn't give up on your talent and your gift, and look at you now. You're traveling all over the world doing spoken word, doing poetry. I said, I appreciate that, brother-in-law. When I finally talked to him that Saturday morning, when I knew he would be sober. So he begins to tell me about this vision that God gave him to give me called He Saw the Best. Now, we know it's a gospel song, but he's saying that your testimony is so powerful, people need to know where you came from in order to know how you got to where you are today. And as he was telling me about this vision that he had about He Saw the Best, he was thinking about me, but I was thinking about other poets who had powerful testimonies. Mm-hmm. I was I was thinking about Kate Sarai. I was thinking about Geronimo, who got the father piece. I was thinking about Good and Plenty, who got the piece about cancer. I was thinking about Ascension Divine, who got the piece called Her, H-E-R. I was thinking about other people, and I was like, man, maybe I can bring all of us together and do skits leading up to each person's spoken word testimony. And so immediately as this vision came to me, based off the vision that he gave to me, I immediately inboxed Amy Planet and Kate Sarai and, and all those who were part of this vision, the uh, Endura, because I wanted to release it. I wanted to make sure that I didn't forget what he had inspired me to think about. I shared it with them in New Jersey, and people was like, man, cool, I'm on board. And now it's about to happen. Here it is now, a month after the vision came to into existence, and we're about to have a spoken word stage play. He saw the best. And this is so important because people are going to get healed this night. All right. People are going to get saved this night. We're going to deal with issues such as abortion, such as cancers in our, in our community, just such as molestation, such as rape, such as incest, such as um, um, Chicago street violence. We're going to deal with so many different issues in this one place that I guarantee you that whoever comes won't leave the same way they came. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. That is wonderful. Um, I want to make sure that everybody knows that um, the it's going to be November 28th at the quarry here in Chicago. That's 2423 
75th Street. It's going to be starting at, uh, the doors will open at 7 p.m. General admission is $20. It's $30 for the VIP, which includes dinner. Uh, trust me, you don't want to miss that. You don't want to be sitting around in your seats smelling everybody else's food. I, I'm just saying that I would recommend that you go ahead and do the VIP. Um, but, yeah, definitely have to come out to the quarry and see He Saw the Best, a Black Ice production. This is going to be uh, a, just a phenomenal show, everybody. Please, please take my word for it. You want to be there. Kylie, I, I got something I need to say to your listeners. Absolutely. Anybody who is a Kylie's World Friday Night Live listener, listen to me very closely. If you are a Kylie's World Friday Night Live listener, I'm going to give you one week to get your ticket to this spoken word stage play, He Saw the Best, and I'm going to give you $10 off your ticket. If you get your ticket within the next week and you drop the name, I'm a Kylie's World Friday Night Live listener, you're going to get your ticket. Your $20 ticket is going to be $10. Your $30 ticket is going to be $20. You can get your ticket right right now over the phone. You can get your ticket right now on Eventbrite. You can get your ticket right now via PayPal, via Chase, QuickPay, or Square. You can get it tonight. I'm going to give you one week to get your ticket at that discount, but you got to be a Kylie's World listener. You got to text me and say, hey, or inbox me, say, hey, Black Ice, I'm a Kylie World's Friday Night Live listener, and you told me that I can get my ticket at $10 off. All right. I, got I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for that, Black Eyes. I'm sure we all appreciate that. <laughs> got to get that done. Get in right away. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> and I can't wait to see you guys there. Absolutely. All right. Black Eyes, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Uh, were you going to share some words with us? Tonight, you know what? I am texting people while I'm on the expressway. Oh yeah, please getting, don't get getting people to call into the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do a quick piece. I don't do this piece very often, but it's a little quick piece, and um, I can't even remember the title of the piece. It's so quick. <laughs> she was an undeserved gift, an angel that appeared to me when I was sleepless in a sleepless state, more than just fate. When it was the case of divine intervention. Not to mention the fact that the timing was right. See, it was a time in my life when darkness was upon the face of the deep and like the star that you are. You came and shined your light on me. You standing there, such a beautiful sight to see, graceful, tasteful in every aspect of the word, and I heard that God was missing an angel, and see, Natalie, you got me all caught up and tangled, and if I had it my way, I would wrap my love around you like a bangle, misconception, look through the windows of my soul, and I see two emeralds in above that strands of silk, see, Kylie, she was like rich in chocolate, but dipped in milk, divinely built, and I was caught between a man and his glory, and a boy and his dreams, and and it seemed to be more than just passion. This could be something everlasting, passing telepathical love thoughts, building spiritual bridges that connect us like stitches. But I desire more, a closeness more intimate than your pores. 
the door that leads to the innermost chamber, although being open and exposed, increases the danger of hard times and bad times because there's a thin line between being close friends and strangers, but fear was never an issue. Besides, this sister right here was official like a ref with the whistle, and baby, I'm missing you. Anytime that I'm with you and I can't touch you because I'm just four letters away from telling you that I love you, but for now it'll just be I and you and no explanation needed for why we do the things that we do or did, but there's a light and it's guided me across this bridge, but I can't lie, I'm hesitant. Besides, there's a lot of things involved in changing residence, so I ask myself the question, is the bridge strong enough? Can it withstand the pressure or should I just look but don't touch? See, Kylie, she was an undeserved gift. An angel that appeared to me when I was sleepless in a sleepless state more than just fate, but it was a case of divine intervention, infatuation. That's that piece. That was fantastic. As always, Black, thank you so much for coming on. I thank you for your uh, assistance with everything. I thank you. You know what? I, I don't think I've ever thanked you publicly just for being the leader that you are, being the, the mentor that you are. Um, I, it's been a pleasure to be a part of your visions, uh, you know, for the the platform of POET Radio uh, and for or just the other things, you know, being uh, attached to you with shows and for getting advice. Um, I just really, really wanted to thank you publicly for that. And then, of course, for tonight. You know what? I just want to say this one last thing. For those who are out there who follow me and support me and see the grind of what I do, I want to be crystal clear that with me, it ain't never just about black ice. There's a lot of things that I do behind the scene that you guys have no idea about what I do. And it's just not with poet members. From flyers to artist development to advice to just sharing the knowledge that God gave me over 29 years of performing experience with other people that they may take shortcuts to get closer to the level where I'm at today because I paid the price and I sacrificed where I can tell you, what you know what, it may be better if you make this move right here instead of that move because when I made that move, this is what happened. Mm -hmm. So I love you. I'm going to always provide opportunities like for the sister Natalie, like for the sister Queen Amina, like for the sister Sabrina, and other people who come across my path because one day Black Ice won't be here. And then what's going to happen with all of the things that God has blessed me with to create? You guys have to keep it going on because it's not just benefiting black ice. It's been benefiting people all over the world. So if you never, ever heard me say anything or if you never heard me give you any advice, I just want to tell you that we are sacrifices. And what we do of humanity and not our own selves. Thank you so much, Kylie. I love you, baby. All right. Love you, too. Thanks on your way home now. Thank you. All right. All right, everybody, that was none other than CEO of POET Radio, Mr. Black Ice. 
uh, blessing us with his words and his wisdom, uh, you know. And, of course, uh, what we love here on Kylie's World, our shameless self-promotion. Yes, yes, talking about his spoken word play, He Saw the Best. All right, so you gave everybody that discount. Let You have to use the keyword, I'm a Kylie World listener, so you can get $10 off your ticket for November 28th. You definitely want to cash in on that. Uh, you know, so already if you were going to spend $20, $20 to get in, now you can spend that 20 and get that VIP for free so you can get that meal. You definitely want to take advantage of that. You got one week starting today, the countdown until, you know, that that is no longer the discount. So you definitely want to go ahead and get that in. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead to our next caller, which is going to be uh, Misconception. Uh, I'm, I'm asking her to come in because she does the station identification <laughs> better than anybody in T-O-E-T, so I'm going to make her do it now. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so it's that time, Ms. Concession, if you would please oblige me and let everyone know where they are listening. <laughs> you are tuned into the three-time National Poetry Award-winning POET Radio, and we are all live in tune and having a fabulous, outstanding Friday evening on Kylie's World. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. See, this is what I'm talking about. I mean, like now, y'all know I'm going to have to tip her, right? So <laughs> for working on my show. <laughs> but nobody does it better than she does. I love it. Oh, I, 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 we are going to have to work on a sound bite or something for that. Because <laughs> you do it better than any of us. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, Misconception. Uh, hey, National Poetry Award winning Best Poet of 2015. Welcome. Thank you so much for the show. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you having me here. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. I am having a blast. I was just listening to Black Ice and all of his wisdom, and I promise you, you got to give kudos to him for being an outstanding mentor and, like you said, just being a great leader and a visionary and all of that. And honestly, if you think you haven't gotten mentorship from Black Ice, you have. Anytime you've heard him make a suggestion or drop one of us a hint, that's for everybody that's listening. That's why it's public. It's not just for that one person listening. Sometimes you might not know who to address with what you're saying, but he's always very timely in saying something that's benefiting everyone. So I promise you, I just got a shout-out to Black Eyes for being just wonderfully outstanding as all that, poet, spoken word, artist, leader, mentor, friend, advisor, psychiatrist sometimes, counselor, <laughs> all that good stuff. Because <laughs> I know he hears more than his share. <laughs> Yes, yes. So right. outstanding to have that kind of leadership here. And I and like you, I appreciate being a part of his vision. All right, all right. Well, um, before we get to, I want to make sure that I acknowledge that I see you, Illinois caller, and I see you, Northern uh, Middle Tennessee. I'll be coming to you guys very soon. I'm, uh, I just want to go ahead and acknowledge that you guys are on the line and that I appreciate you calling into Kylie's world. But uh, right now we are speaking to Misconception, and Misconception, I, you know, I, 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 I am a fan. 
So I got to hear some words <laughs> from you. I got to hear some words from you. Oh, okay. Every day I look out the window and I watch her as she goes. As I catch her daily episode, it feels a bit interactive, and I wish I could pick up the scattered pieces, torn and fragmented facial expressions that are revealing through drops of her tears. They look like gum wrappers that are thrown down with every step that she takes, and it looks like someone has stolen the peace and smile from her face. An unwanted intruder who committed a murder of the soul of that woman, I felt sympathy. I look out of the window every day and I watch her walk down the broken walks, the pothole streets, while the hustlers hustled the cars, ran stop sign, and she looked like she was in a zone, just a mental zone of her daily grind. I was afraid that one day they'd run her over and I knew of no one who knew who she was or where she was from. None of us knew where she called home. I just looked out the window and every time there she was, sometimes with bags changing from smaller to larger purses, you could tell by her stride she was in the mind of security first. The me that observed the she that I saw let me know that somehow, always alone, she is still so strong. She carried the purse like a lady, and she carried her bags like they were heavy, and she'd sometimes nod her head and slow and low say good morning. But I knew that she had to move in silence. She had to remain a mystery in motion, and her storms, they stayed quiet. I could only make observation as I looked out of the window of who this sister is because I really just don't know. So as I stepped outside of the door, the neighbor says, you know, we used to sing that song, Sometimes I Feel Like a Motherless Child. That's a childless mother. She walks the streets of Chicago and she weeps. But not only does this woman exist in the streets of Chicago, she's everywhere that we could go. If we don't stop what's going on, if we don't follow positive leadership and change the world one heart, one mind, one verse at a time, we just might end up being the opposite of a motherless child. I got to submit prayer and I humble myself because I'm not perfect and I never know which road to choose. But every day I pray that that sister doesn't have to feel those childless mother blues. I must say peace. Wow. Very powerful. Um, very relevant for today and, and especially what's going on in these uh, larger urban cities like Chicago. Uh, but I know they're feeling it in Cleveland. They're also feeling it in Detroit, and, and, and they're feeling it in, in Wisconsin and different cities there. So... Man, I just I thank you for that piece for all of us. That that Absolutely. was really powerful. Absolutely, you're quite welcome. I just want for us to remember we we acknowledge that the children are being taken and we acknowledge that there's too much going on, but a lot of the time we forget that there are childless mothers now. Mm-hmm. And that brings about an entirely different dynamic for women to experience and for us to see as women, see our sisters go through. And it's not a color line to that at all because you don't want to see any mother not have her child. You don't want to see any mother go through the distress of, I mean, I quiver with the idea. So, you know, I pray I don't endure that because we we always 
know that our children are supposed to kind of tuck us away at the end. The final is supposed to be them saying, thanks, Mom, thanks, Dad, thanks, Grandma, for what you did for me, not us crying for losing our babies. So I hope that we can continue not only acknowledging that there's too much going on with our babies, but that we begin to protect them and remember their mothers. Because there's so many single mothers. There's so many mothers that are just struggling, and we don't want to forget them. But we definitely don't want to have many more childless mothers. Absolutely. So, folks, put some prayer on it. All right. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for that. I love your pen. I love you, sis. Thank you. Love you back. Peace and (laughs) All right. Hope you hang on for a little bit. We might have to call you back for some more words since you, you know, you're going to. You just started the church. <laughs> I'll be here. All right. She will. All right. <laughs> All right, everybody. That was Misconception. Oh, I do. We didn't ask Misconception. Um, did you have anything going on that you wanted to tell us about, or you want to at least tell everyone where they can find you? Um, I can actually be found a couple of places. I'm on Facebook. On my artist page in Misconception Poetess, that's MZ Conception, all one word, and then Poetess on my artist page, and then I'm on Facebook, and I'm still protesting. They made me use my name as Connie Jones, and then I'm also on Instagram and Twitter as well. So you can find me as Misconception out there everywhere. I'm all, all right. over. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Thank you so much, sis. Yes. All right, everybody, that was Misconception uh, doing her wonderful piece, conscious piece, wake-up piece, y'all. We'll definitely have to heed those words. All right, we're going to go ahead and go to our Illinois caller. Hello, hello, welcome to Kylie's World. Please give us your name and where you're calling from. Hi, my name is Yasmin. I'm calling from Christ Hospital in Uh Oakland. Gotcha. You are uh, Natalie's cousin, correct? Yes, I am. All right. Well, welcome to the show. Um, I I talked briefly with Natalie. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, that my prayers are with you uh, from your recent loss. You're devastating. Okay. Uh, And also to say that, you know, I'm also praying for your health. Calling from Christ Hospital. uh, Definitely appreciate you. But I also understand how your words, writing, things like that can help you through such situations. And so whatever it is that you're about to spit today, I'm sure is going to bless uh, those that are listening. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, Yasmin, whenever you are ready, the the mic is yours. Bringing down the energy, let it settle and simmer, opening your mind wide, relax, letting go of an uneasy path, maintaining the doorway to peace, improving on my capability. Eyes wide shut, discreet, blown away, like a house torn torn through a tornado, broken down like a collapsed building, air thrown out of my body like a last breath that been taken, a rage forced out like darkness, attacking a soul in the most deepest of the night, falling, collapsing, losing the light with a stabbing in the heart, dying, bleeding out in the darkness of the night, falling apart, torn between walls, closing like a blocked entrance. 
Cave inside a maze, like a fire going in a blaze. Afraid, terrified, rele- releasing that realizing that my world was just turned upside down. Screaming out now. What do I do? How do I keep strong? Holding to be the good. Holding on to the body, the mind, and the soul. It seems like I'm being blocked in, attacking on every level, leaving me cold, alone, shaking, breaking from a long devastation, a lifelong fear that my mom is not even here. Was that in peace? I want to make sure I'm not interrupting. Yes, that's, that's it. Oh, my God. That was beautiful. Um, it was painful. It was beautiful. Um, I can't imagine what you're going through. But uh, your words are very true, and they definitely hit home. Um, yeah. I just, ooh, you know, it's, it's hard to, to have something to say when things like that happen to people. Um, yeah. But uh, it is definitely a blessing to have the gift of writing so that you can let these things out. Um, and also because there is someone else out there that has lost their mother or lost their father yeah. even um, that needs to know that they're not alone, that somebody exactly. else has gone through this you know, as well. Um, and then that's kind of how the village helps to heal it, heal each other, you know. We get back together and, and, and we talk to each other and we console each other and we sometimes have to distract <laughs> each other, you know. Exactly. To get through, through and go to the next level. Um, it's never, ever a forgetting process. It is a celebrating of life process. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, celebrating that gift. I'm going to go ahead and um, bring Natalie in. I, I know uh, she wanted to be on as well when you when you came to speak your piece. Natalie, are you there? Natalie? Where'd she go? Oh, I don't know. Maybe she needs... Hey, Sam. Hello? Natalie, are you there? Yes, hello. Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah. All right, we got you in. So I just, yeah, just wanted to bring you in with Yasmin. Yeah, so what what did you think of her piece? I thought that was very mind-blowing. I was like, wow. And, you know, I could barely talk because I just got over a cold. So when I said, wow, it's like the word, you know, it came out like a whisper. Oh, my God, that was very good because – we were actually talking about collaborating with each other and talking about her mother. She was a a mother to me because she took care of me as a child, you know. So um, we were actually talking about collaborating today, um, but I did not get a chance to because I was very busy. So I thought that was very good, Yasmin. That was very powerful. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, ladies, I will be praying for uh, the healing that you need um, and uh, that, you know, you, you can go on and, and bless others with the memory 
of your loss. The, your your loved one definitely gave something wonderful of her life to yours, so you can share that with others. So, yes. So I'm, I'm praying that you guys will be able to do that in your own way. So thank you so much, Yasmin, for coming on to the show. You want to tell everybody where they can find you, where they can hear more of your work? Um. Yes. I that would actually be putting some out for me, and I'll also be doing it on Facebook. Um, I'm working on getting a book out there, and also I'm trying to work with this other station called TBZ to, um, so that I can go on there and recite my poetry. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. So they can find you on Facebook or? Yes. Okay. Could you spell, it, spell your name for everybody so they can find you? Yes. Um, Yvonne, E-V-O-N. Franklin, um, that is, my Facebook is Bahia82, that's B-A-H-I-Y-Y-A-H, at um, Bahia82 at yahoo.com, and and my Facebook is called, my name is Yvonne Franklin, E-V-O-N. F-I-A-N-A-L-Y-N. Awesome. Okay. All right, then, everyone. You know how we are here on Kylie's World. We like to uh, promote. We like to network and definitely support each other. So I hope you guys got all of that information down, but it's okay if you didn't because it will be in the archives and you can just listen to it again. So you can hear Yasmin's really beautiful um, ode to her mom. Uh, and uh, definitely a piece that has blessed us all. So go go ahead and uh, find her on Facebook and friend her. Thank you so much for coming through, especially when you are uh, in the hospital. Um, Thank you for having me, and let me um, recite my poetry. Thank you so much. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, hon, I hope you get well soon. Go ahead and get some rest. I think. All righty. All right. Thank you, too, Natalie. Thank you. All right. Okay, those two wonderful ladies. I really appreciate them coming through. Um, I've only known one other poet that likes to, oh, no, two other, I must say, actually, the poets that, that call from the hospital, and that's uh, Misconception and Queen Alexis. Um, those ladies are very faithful uh, when it comes to their art, and uh, they, they it doesn't matter. They will definitely call in and support anytime and anywhere. So, uh, definitely appreciate you all for what you do. So we're going to go ahead and go to Northern Middle Tennessee. Let's see who that is. I can't wait. Hello, hello. Welcome to Kylie's World. Please state your name and where you're calling from. Greetings. This is M. Dr. Poet from Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, how are you? I'm doing doing well. How are you, Queen? I'm doing very well. I thank you so much for calling in this evening. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, how are you doing this evening, by the way? I'm doing, doing well. Doing good, well. good. I want to get on and spit uh, a piece and show my love and mm-hmm. come through and listen. All right, absolutely. Well, whenever you are ready, the mic is yours. Thank you. Don't you see this, Whitehead? 
Use your imagination. I'm wearing a 10,000-pound weight. He's not worse. If only you heard the world, which I see. Poetry is who I am. I am poet. Defender, defender of galaxies. Protector of all those which are true. I got homies too, locked, loaded, ready for war, hardcore poets. Standing for love, soul, and dignity, an entire community full of poets, and I am one. Respect me for who I am. I've been speaking throughout history. The voice that yells conspiracy, there's no mystery why I rhyme and rhythm. I created the structure of writing songs. Been on earth long before there was man held hands with God, and goddesses with crowns made of gold. Despite of what you've been told, I am poet, and I'm wearing a white hat. Made from bats of wood with threads of fiber still straining in its veins. I'm here for change. Respect me for who I am. I am Maya Langston. Gwendolyn Brooks with a mere Barack across my chest. It isn't a test. Feel free to Google me. If you may, I say this hat. It fits me quite well. Open your mouth and yell. I am poet. Make them respect you for who you are. You are gladiator. But some prefer the title of the poet. And I'm wearing a white hat. I'm saving America. Respect me for who I am. I am a man, a black man, human, a god. See, my fathers have been here before. I'm a king. Sent here to serve all praise to thy queen. Her face, it can be seen smeared with dirt. If you fall, it will hurt. She provides faith with your laughter and you stand tall. So stand tall. I must. Go ahead and touch me and see. I'm real. Emotions I tend to feel. Therefore, not all decisions are made to be perfect. You guessed it. I am a man, a black man, leader of a nation that leads strong. Our history is rich and runs long, yet at birth we were born wrong. That's what they say. Barely good enough to be the clay, let alone the hand. I am a man, a black man, human with flesh. Talk or protest anything negative that flows in or said out loud. Please don't let these clouds be a distraction. They serve a sense of satisfaction if it's all good. I can be hood as if I want to. Half blind, but ears I got to with a mind in between that flows through my pen. Again, I am a man, a black man, human, a god. See, my fathers have been here before. I'm a king. No need for material things. I'm blessed because I know. My scars are here to show that I am a man, a black man, human, a god. But the scrolls, they call me Gideon. In peace. Mm. I loved that. Wow, what a powerful piece. Uh, I, I loved any I love any pieces that lift the black man, uh, how, however it's done, whatever the subject matter is, I absolutely love it. I think it should be done as often as possible, and that was fantastic. What Thank a great piece. Oh, yeah. Loved it, loved it, loved it. You're very, very welcome. I am. I feel very blessed that you came to the show to spit that particular piece. Um, but I am curious, uh, why did you choose that one tonight? I don't know. I uh, it was I I, I called in and the, the first uh first first uh piece I heard was the um, I forgot her name but she did a piece about um just the the motherless motherless child. Yeah, that was misconception. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> from from there it was 
kind of like, all right, I can't, don't want to do those anymore. <laughs> uh, let's let's stay on let's stay on this track right here, and, and it's just from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I really just whatever one started came coming out when when you answer my call. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Well, I mean that's wonderful. You know, it's it's, it's divine intervention is what it is. <laughs> it was meant to be, um, but I absolutely love. That. I loved it, loved it, loved it. So thank you so much for picking that piece and spitting it for us this evening. Um, so why don't you tell everyone uh, where they can find you and then tell us what you got going on. Um, once again, my name is M. Dr. Poet, M slash D-O-T space D-A space Poet. Uh, find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Periscope. All social medias uh, at M. Dot underscore the Poet. Um, right now, um, just building the, the Nashville scene up, um, let everybody know that Nashville does have a poetry scene and we are strong and, and doing what I can to just spread art. That's, that's it. Okay, okay. Well, I'm glad that you came to, you know, represent Nashville because I'm not, I, I'm not going to lie. The only thing I know about Nashville is country music. <laughs> now so that we know that you guys, yeah, that you guys got those words, the the poets yes. are there holding it down strong. I love it. Okay. But well, I definitely hope that, that you'll you back. know, you'll come back and represent Nashville again on Kylie's World. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much, M. Dye. I really appreciated you coming on to the show. I hope you hang out for a little bit. Yes, ma'am. You have a great night. All right. You too. <laughs> All right, everybody, that was M. Dot the Poet. You know how we do here. We like to network and support. Make sure that you friend him on Facebook and, you know, support him in, in all of his endeavors, and, and he will hopefully do the same to you. Uh, so that was wonderful, having that piece about the black man. I, yeah, I might have to hear that one again. That might be a, a personal request. I'm just letting you know, M. Dot, just in case. <laughs> just have it prepared, have, have it on to the side. Waiting to be spit again here on Kylie's World. Thank you again. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead and go to Southeast Texas. Hello, hello. Welcome to Kylie's World. Please state your name and where you're calling from. Good evening, good evening, good evening, Queen, Queen Kylie. This is Robin. <laughs> this is Robin Walker with Black Satin Radio. Yay! This is my sister, everybody. My BSR sister. I got I got a big family. I got a POET family. I got a BSR family, and I love them both. Yes. We are all. Yes, yes, yes. How are you doing? It's so good to hear your voice. I am so blessed. It's such a blessing to be here. And coming through, I just wanted to show some love from Black Satin Radio and let you know we're here to support and show our love. Absolutely. Oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead, Queen. No, I was just saying, absolutely. Uh, you know, I love I love my BSR family. 
<laughs> Girl, you know, and I, we love you. Yeah, because people, people think, seem to think that you can only be a part of one unit. And I'm like, why? You know, when we're we're so vast and everybody is so talented and multi-talented, you know. There are so many places that you can go. So it's, it's, it's so wonderful to be able to claim Black Satin Radio and be able to claim POET Radio. I, I am truly blessed in that way. And so uh, I'm feeling really good here. Can't stop smiling that Miss Robin Walker has called into my show tonight. <laughs> yes, you know I had to come hear that bubbly, bubbly voice of yours. You are the queen of laughter. I love it. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> I have a piece that yes, I absolutely. wrote last night. I'm still trying to polish it up, but I shared, so I thought I might share it with you. Absolutely. Whenever you are ready, the mic is yours. This piece is called My Musical Playground. Ring, ring, ring. As I rush to the phone. Hello? Is it me you're looking for? Yes? Did I hear you right? Well, of course you can come on, come on over. Come on over to my house. Oh, what you say? Mm. Oh, yes. Mm, mm. Oh, of course. And bring your notes so I can explore. Ooh-wee, he's here. Let me check the mirror. Do I look okay? How's my hair? Do I need some lipstick? Oh, let me grab my robe and cover up these bare essentials. My orchestra can't be revealed just now. Who is it? As if I didn't know. Well, hello, Mr. Erotica. Come on in and make yourself comfortable while I pour you a drink. Oh, and by the way, would you like something to eat? Mm. No. Oh, you mean no, not right now? Well, that's all right. I understand. You're anxious to read your notes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, you just know I got plans. Mr. Erotica pulls out his piece. My mind starts to wander as his words played in my mind. Oh, how I wish he was playing in my playground. He asked me, what do you think? Do you like it? Oh, yes, baby, I do. But it seems to be missing something. Bring it here and let me get a a closer look. His silhouette was a st- 
staff, black and white with notes written all over. Ooh, oh, 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 how alone the play each one as he drew closer and closer. I'm lying here on my musical playground. It's, it's screaming for you to blow your notes with your magical trombone. But you was only blowing notes in my ear while my orchestra moans out. You see, Mr. Erotica was lacking his peace needed some melody and music, and my playground was full. Every instrument you could imagine. It's so long and been so long and enduring, needing and wanting a director to fine-tune all of my desires. Polishing and cleaning my inequities, longing to play in your sympathy. Mr. Erotica, come play in my playground. I need you. Drops the mic. All right now. You know, I'm not used to your your erotica pen. (laughs) I don't normally write erotica. (laughs) Exactly. So I was like, okay, I'm not sure how to take this, but I I, don't get me wrong. You you told the story and just it was um, very animated. I, I loved it. Like I could see what was going on. Um, I I kind of felt like I was your inner monologue while you were <laughs> while you were. <laughs> so yeah, I could go along and follow the story and everything, you know. And then with you know your 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 southern <laughs> speech, I love I loved it. I'm telling you. <laughs> Well, sis, I told you it needed some polishing. So, um. <laughs> oh no, this is definitely the the place where you want to practice things and, and get that together. So, but I'm just letting you know that I did enjoy the story. Thank um, you. Yeah, the the way that you wrote it, and uh, so uh, yeah, very good. Enjoy that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm very humble, very humble, and I love, 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 love you. Much, much love, kisses and hugs. Same to you, Robin. Please tell everybody where they can find you and what you got going on, especially that wonderful Black Satin Radio cruise. You can find me at robin.walker9610 on Facebook. You can find me, um, I haven't gotten Twitter yet, but uh, I am with Black Satin Radio mm-hmm. and uh, the awesome King Judah and April Cox and yes. Felicia and all the other wonderful members of our team. We invite you to come over. We're seven days a week, and you can get any venture of January as you wish, Monday, Sunday through, Sunday through Sunday, Monday through Sunday. 
<laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, please do. We love you guys. Much love to Poet Radios. Hey, thank you so much, Robin. Oh, my goodness. Okay, guys, like I got to hang out with Robin in, in Georgia. So I, I love it when I ask people <laughs> that I talk to on the radio and that I'm a part of uh, the family just had a good time. We talked so much in the car <laughs> on the way to the event. We missed. <laughs> we Girl, missed stop. our exit and everything. That's how much of a good time we had with each other. <laughs> Girl, stop it. Now, when I get to Chicago, you uh-huh. have to show me around. Absolutely. Most definitely. I can't wait. <laughs> yes, indeed. You are the bomb, my girl. Oh, you are right. too, honey. I love you so much. Thank you so much for coming through. You're welcome, sis. I'm going to sit back and enjoy the rest of this show. All right. Thanks a lot, huh? <laughs> All right, everybody. That was Miss Robin Walsh. Uh, representing Black Satin Radio, my other family there. Erotica uh, last night. So that's what I'm talking about. You know, Kylie's World is definitely the place where, you know, you want to try out those new pieces before you hit the stage, you know. You definitely want to, want to get that out and fine-tune it and all of that good stuff. So before I go to the Illinois caller, I see you, uh, that you just popped up. Uh, We'll get to you next. I just want to say thank you, everybody, that came in to tune in to POET Radio. And uh, you're definitely listening to Kylie World. Hey! (laughs) So we are having a fabulous time this evening. Such wonderful guests have come through. We even had Black Ice come through. We had Misconception. We had Natalie come through. We had uh, Yasmin come through. We had M-Dot and then Robin Walker. Can't wait to see who we got next on the uh, Illinois line. So let's go ahead and go to that caller. Hello. Welcome to Kylie's World. Please state your name and where you're calling from. Peace and blessings. This is the very tardy alien. (laughs) No need to be (laughs) tardy. Tardy and out of sorts alien. I do apologize. It is extremely unprofessional. I don't know why I misread your plugger and took the starting time for 10 o'clock as opposed to it being for 8. And I sat up here and started doing my psychology homework and got caught up. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's 9 o'clock. I have an hour until Kylie's World. Let me log in and see the activity. Logged in, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're so late. You were supposed to be there at 8. I am so sorry. Please forgive me, Queen. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, Lick. It's just it's good to hear your voice. It's nice to know that you're okay, you know, that, that nothing tragic has happened or anything like that. So, you know, that being said, then, you know, it, it it's all water under the bridge. We're not even going to think about it anymore. But everybody, this is our uh, guest interview for the evening, Miss Alien. <laughs> Awful because the evening has now passed. I've missed, you know, I did so much promoting online and so much tagging because I really appreciated you offering this, you know, offering 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 your time, which I do value. So please forgive me. I know you're saying it's water under under the bridge, but on a professional level, I'm asking that you please forgive me. I feel so awful that I did not show up in a timely fashion. 
and um, I'm going to aim to make it up to you. I don't know how, but <laughs> I'm going to aim to definitely make it up to you in some shape, form, or fashion. One day you'll be like, you made it up to me, and I'll feel fulfilled then. Like, I don't feel fulfilled with you telling me it's water under the bridge right now. I do apologize. I don't know who all has stuck it out to this point because I even promoted in my um, art of public speaking class in college. And my professor went as far as to write the information down and allow for me to announce it to the class. So I am extremely sorry. Please forgive me. No, there's no problem. You're absolutely forgiven. Like I said, it's just good to hear your voice, good to know that you're okay, and that, as far as I'm concerned, is is fixes everything, you know? So I tell you what, let's let let's just have a conversation. We've had a wonderful, wonderful open mic this evening. Um we even had Black Ice come through, spit a piece and give us some, some words of wisdom and things like that. So, um uh so that you, you missed that part, but it's okay because we have the archives. That's what they're there for, for us to go back to and enjoy them. So now this is your spotlight. I want to thank you so much for accepting my invitation. Thank you for being on Kylie's World. Uh, and, you know, I, I've... Um I I have recently, and I'm when I say recently, I would say within the last maybe four months or so, um, have really gotten to know your pen. So I was really excited when you did, when you agreed to uh, uh, come on to the show. And I, I have enjoyed your work. Uh, um, and so I definitely, like I said, wanted to have you on. And I am totally, uh, I, I need to know about this name. Like, I don't have a moniker. So I'm one of those people who just say, how in the world do people come up with these names? <laughs> you know, so how do you figure out what to call yourself, you know, other than your given name? So, And then when I heard Alien, I'm like, okay, I, I have to meet this person. It's got to, I must. I must meet this person. <laughs> alien, um, yeah. Alien, well, I know by basic definition, alien is um, defined as an extraterrestrial being. It's a person that's, um, for layman's turn, it's a person that's out of this world. Naturally, I'm in this world. You know, physically, I'm in this world. Um, Spiritually, mentally, um, even on sociological scales, I'm not in this world. From my youngest age, um, as a little kid, I can recall my youngest account being a little kid that I was, I wasn't easily accepted by too many crowds. I wasn't uh, easily understood by too many crowds. I wasn't easily. Oh my God, I can't even think of the words to use. I, I was an outcast, so to say. Um, I was the rebel. I was the individual that was not accepting of um, things that were completely acceptable. Um, in the social level, and this led me to have a very, very difficult or um, sometimes submissive growing stage throughout my adolescent, pre-adolescent, even into my adult behavior, until I reached the point where God began to deal with my heart, and I accepted the Lord into, you know, I accepted the Lord and Savior into my life, and God began to deal with my heart in terms of my differences and how my differences um, are more meant to emphasize 
that the things that are occurring in the world and that are acceptable in the world are not necessarily things that will impact the world. I mean, when you think in terms of things that are accepting or things that are going that are acceptable or things that are going in terms that are trendy, that are going on in the world, these are things that 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 people tend to overlook because they're accepted. Certain behaviors, certain attitudes, they're accepted. You know, so nobody's going to take notice to these things because they're accepted. Mm-hmm. And God began to deal with me in terms of how the characteristics and traits in my personality and my attitude, my demeanor, and how I carry myself, they're pinpointed. And why I was picked on as a child was because they were not accepted. But these things are also things that caused me to stand out for a very specific reason and a very specific purpose. Mm-hmm. And as I began to um, venture into asking God what name should I utilize in terms of my writing, because I believe in the power of prayer, and I believe that we should acknowledge him, even as artists. even not, We don't put the artist to the side. As people, we should acknowledge him. We should acknowledge him in our decision-making. And as I began to acknowledge him in terms of um, pursuing my career as a spoken word artist, I asked him, I said, well, you know, Lord, I don't sound like this person. I don't sound like that person. I don't quite know where I fit in, and I do know that I would like to have a stage name because I would like to build my brand as an artist. Um, What name do I use? And I heard very distinctly one evening in the midst of me exercising, Alien. And ever since I heard that name, I've I've taken it and I've ran with it, and um, I've learned to embrace my differences. I've learned to embrace my idiosyncrasies. I've learned to embrace how I you know how I perceive things that occur in the world in a different fashion, as a means to be able to overcome them, but also to touch the lives of so many others. Because I stand out, I have the ability to grasp the attention spans of other people. I have the ability to impact the mindsets. Of other people, and so that's where the that's where the stage name Alien came from. Mm. Okay, gotcha. That's a, I think that is an absolutely wonderful way to find your moniker because, um, you know, as as a believer, you you speak to God, but you also have to listen. Yes. So, you know. <laughs> we the black horses sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we right that's a mouthful. That's, that's a mouthful right there. <laughs> <laughs> we give our list of demands and we go straight into what it is we wanted to. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So <laughs> getting that, that, that uh listening ear, that that spiritual ear <laughs> then uh helps you out with a whole lot of issues, you know, and then you, you when you're spitting all these things, all these demands, like you said, out, you gotta be able to get your answer, you know, because <laughs> you gotta be quiet. That's why it says Still, you know, you gotta yeah. be still and listen. So that is wonderful. Um I love that. I, I love the way you uh, were able to uh, come to that agreement, you know, with the creator about, you know, who you should be as an entertainer, as an artist, as your 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 not necessarily alter ego, but as your uh, your 
embracement of identity. That's exactly the best way I could describe it. Okay, I love that. I love that. Yeah, that definitely works. <laughs> okay, okay. So um, I understand that you are uh, a native of Chicago, like myself. <laughs> so, um, and and you 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 spoke about how you were treated um, as a child. Uh, did, did is that one of the uh, subject matters that you write about a lot because you can, you know, definitely relate to uh, um, having a, a rough time growing up and will write about those kind of stories? I've, I, I haven't actually tapped into that particular facet in terms mm-hmm. of my writing yet, but my experiences as a child did develop my um my momentum as a writer because I utilized my writing as a form of therapy for me. So in the instances where I felt outcasted, I'd pick up my pen. And even though the subject matter wouldn't necessarily be directly related to what I was experiencing, it would still cause um, a, a series of thought processes for me to be able to understand um understand different psychological processes for people that were surrounding me. And so it was it's 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 so it's so it's, it's it's simple to it's simple to for me to understand it but difficult to explain. So like for instance, if I was um rejected due to the fact that my complexion was different or if I was rejected due to the fact because I was overly nice and I, I felt the need that I had to be mean in order to be accepted, I would um, address the issue through my pen um, versus speaking in terms of racial barriers or speaking in terms of um, speaking in terms of mostly probably racial barriers because a lot of my writing is um, is more conscious than anything else. And I've come to notice that about myself. Like if somebody was to tell me, I need you to write something erotic, like I could, I could, I can attempt to write an erotica piece, and that erotica piece would would end up turning into a conscious erotica piece. So, like, as opposed to talking about actual physical acts, I use metaphors in in terms of how physical acts um, impact society. <laughs> it's so I'm such a weirdo. <laughs> now, I would say that. Now, I would say that. I mean, because. Artists have their own way of expressing themselves, um, and and everyone has that one thing that that their their spirit cries for. That you know it has to say that this is we this we have to get out. And the reason why it's being pulled out of you is because there is a receptor on the other end that needs to receive. So whether you're doing it as a straight conscious piece. I'm sorry, Queen. You're going out. I can barely hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. How about that? Is that a little better? I hope that's better. better. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, I was saying that um, I wouldn't say that you're a weirdo because what you have is what your spirit needs to get out. And your spirit is is pushing out something that someone else is pulling for. They are trying to receive it because they need it. You know, um, I'm sure you've heard people say your gift is not for you. Your gift is for others. 
So, you know, whether you're doing a straight conscious piece or whether you're doing a piece that is erotic and turns conscious, it's because somebody in that audience needed to hear it. Somebody was trying to pull it out of you anyway. You know, so I definitely wouldn't call myself a weirdo. I think you're you're an artist. <laughs> That's just the way that works. It's synonymous, though, isn't it? <laughs> All artists tend to be like, um, they have eccentricities. Like we're, yes. we're just different individuals. We're not, which is, which is another, I wanted to also make sure that I put this out there. Being an alien does not make me, alienated because I feel like it's so many aliens out here in the world today. It's a lot of people that do not go with the flow. It's a lot of people that don't go with the crowd. It's a lot of people that don't go with the um the 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 standard accepted ideas and concepts of the world. And um mm-hmm. I feel like everybody, you know, not everybody, but well everybody does have the ability to be an alien, but very few tap into the process of analyzing things in a different fashion than what's acceptable to the world. But I'm not going to lie, I'm grateful that God gave me the name because I have yet to come across another artist that has utilized that name. <laughs> there you go. There you go because it's a very powerful word. It's, it's like you said, you know, you 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 almost have to um, define it. You know, yeah. it's one of those, you know, you, you um, that when people hear it, they don't know which way to go with it. Um, but as you speak, as you give your, you know, present your, your words, um, then we get to know what that alien really means, you know, at least what it means to you, your life, and your art. So that that being said, I, I would love for you to uh, share a piece so that people understand <laughs> a little more why you are alien. Will do. I actually have a, a newly written piece. And it was a piece that I actually I used the, I utilized a portion of the piece via Facebook to promote this evening because I'm like, okay, well I know everybody's gonna wanna call in to hear this piece in lieu of um Spike Lee's recent um his recent production, his movie called Chirac. This movie the trailer, um, I don't wanna say it offended me because considering that he's a movie producer, uh it it did, I was I was not surprised to say the least. I wasn't surprised that he took the approach that he did because he works in the area of entertainment. But it it I'm not going to lie and say that it did not alarm me. It alarmed me because um I felt like in terms of what is actually going on in our demographical location, the approach that he took in the form of entertainment um did not shed light in terms of the brevity of the situation out here in Chicago. And this situation has been brewing in my spirit, and I've gotten so many tags on Facebook about it. I got an individual that was a part of the cast. Now, he didn't expose that he was a part of the cast until after he attempted to spark a conversation with me that I was directing to the initial person that posted it, and I had broke down to them why people are having such a negative response to the trail and a negative response to Spike Lee's approach on it. And then another individual said that we don't need this. This alarmed me. This is what struck me we don't need a documentary Mm. and i'm thinking in my head how dare you that's like saying 
that all these individuals that have laid their children to rest, all these parents that have laid their babies to rest before they they have even reached the grave, all these individuals that have watched their family members be gone down, vicious, cold-blooded murder in front of their eyes is not important or significant. It's like saying that the loved ones who have lost these individuals and are still suffering are insignificant. You saying that a documentary is not needed for what is occurring in Chicago is like validating what is occurring in Chicago. And and I there is no validation for what is occurring in Chicago. So I have wrote a piece called No More Chirac. I am simply tired of that term and I'm ready for that term to be laid to rest. I am a Chicagoan and I am speaking out against that term. And so this piece is called No More Chirac. Whenever you're ready for me, Miss Kylie, you let me know. Oh, absolutely. The mic is yours. From the womb to the tomb. I said from the womb to the tomb. Why is Chicago viewed as the sarcophagus of this nation? I do not deny that the crime rate, gun violence abuse, and unexcused black-on-black crime has paved the way to this negative light that shines upon the shadows of oppression and depravity. However, the same vision of slavery never escapes my mind's mental process to select the attestment that there is no place far greater least assisted in the overcoming of these detriments of the same aforementioned characteristics of the state. How many government officials do you see addressing these issues outside of the media? They all live for the soapboxes of the fame. They all thirst for their name to be affiliated with the fame but refuse to share the blame. The statistics are steady rising, but yet there remains no help to facilitate change on the horizon. Have you forgotten about us? Are we merely citizens to provide the mockery of your bogus judicial system? Are we just constituents of your over-the-maximum-capacity prisons that toss the lives of those that have the potential to be brilliant but suffer the circumstances of their environment? Who governs your mental? Chicago may very well be in a grave state indeed, but the only emphasis making are the mistaken evidence that there are no signs of attempt to gain help. You speak of us as if we are the black sheep of the nation's community, but yet refuse to offer your shields to help groom the kinks. You sleep on us when positivity is brimming. You neglect to eliminate that which is empowering, yet completely allow our sufferings to be made as symbolisms for points of entertainment. Who told Spike Lee? that all of the black women in our communities think with their pussies and should utilize it as a means to prevent trigger fingers and happy bullets from murdering innocent bystanders. Does this notion even make sense now? Now that it has been spoken from the lips of a fellow African-American woman whose womb carries the significance of strength but whose mind and intellect knows the difference between intelligence, ignorance, foolishness, and sensationalism, But why should I have expected anything different? The very capital of this nation is known for capitalizing off of businesses that we simply refer to as home. I was born and raised in Chicago. Or should I say that I was conceived and survived these Chicago streets daily? 
I'm no lost soul to the struggle. I know what it feels like to kiss the foreheads of your offspring in the morning, praying when you release them to go to school that these conditions won't claim their lives before they return to home. I know what it's like to witness the royalty of our lineages, to scrimmage for bread, cheddar, paper, guap, and finances just to keep a roof over their heads, a bed beneath their rest, and food on their tables just as long as their life is kept. I hear the cries of mothers, daddies, grandparents, and next of kin, while the autopsy reports that the sin of men is far too great to ignore. I pray that these details don't bore you. But this is the reality of these Chicago streets. So while the media, news, movie producers, and government officials alongside the statistics keep drawing chalk lines around our lack of refuge, who seeks to change the inner premises? Who greets the details that are relentless with prayer, action, and intention to not forsaken us? Who has the bravery enough to limit the talk, rumors, and dirt thrown on the caskets of the many lives that waver in the balance? Or is Chicago merely left to be remained named among the hearts that are callous? You do the math. It simply does not add up. Either the residents have a choice to live in fear of becoming victims or indirectly become pilgrims at an attempt to avoid the flagrance of Chicago becoming forgotten. I stand today to reclaim these barriers. God asks, can these bones live? So I stand in the gap to profess life and give my actions to restore splendor. I speak that no more bullets will hinder outcome. I testify that overcomers will become will begin to outnumber statistics. I pray that politics will stop only politicking and begin to make a difference. I ask that all of my fellow African Americans stop calling Chicago Chirac because it's deterring the vision. We live in Chicago. Some have died here and have been laid to rest, but we live in Chicago. Some have suffered from the gun violence abuse that stems from the levels of the government and placed under arrest by the same system. But we live in Chicago. No more Chirac. I'm taking my city back in peace. Oh, my God, honey. Look, over here. On this side, on this side of the phone, I'm standing and I'm clapping. That was awesome. Just thank you, Lord. Somebody, somebody say it. Somebody see. This is what I'm talking about. I needed to hear that. I needed to hear it because I do not use Chirac in any way, in any form, any shape. I don't acknowledge it. I don't. I, I, I don't. Um, if someone says it, I don't turn to acknowledge it, any of that. It's like somebody calling me out my name. I don't even, I ignore it completely. Yes. That was wonderful, needed to be said, and was very well done. I, I love your pen. I love the way you write. I love the power behind it, behind your pen. I love it. That was wonderful. Gratitude, Queen. You know, I'm so tired. When we... When you give when you give a condition a name, that's when you materialize it as a problem. That's when you embrace it as a diagnosis. And I'm so tired of individuals reducing everything that is occurring from the personal level 
in terms of Chirac, I mean, if you, it's so sad because nobody, 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 well, I'm not going to say nobody, but the people that are actually paying attention to these issues, the people that are affected by these issues mostly, the people mm-hmm. who experience this as an everyday reality, they realize that utilizing that name is demeaning the 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 necessity of assistance that is needed here, and when you term when you when you place a terminology on top of it and you embrace it like it's something to be proud of or you embrace it like it's something that's acceptable, it takes away from the fact that it's non negotiable in terms of us needing help and assistance to correct the issue. I'm tired. Yeah. I don't I don't live in the best area of neighborhood. I I stay I stay off of um 61st and State. And and it's not the best air. I watched an individual get gunned down in front of my household last year. Hmm. I, I, I have a daughter who attends a school not far from my home. The McDonald's a half block from her school got shot up while she was in class. And to think about the ramifications of what could have taken place if school had let out during the time that this was occurring, that my child's life could have been taken, this is a serious matter to me, mm-hmm. a very serious matter to me. I have a classmate in my psych class who who, who had to who had to basically, um, she had to come to some type of agreement with the psychology teacher to make up for an assignment because she had just laid her brother to rest who was gunned down and vicious cold-blood murder. And these issues are so serious, and my heart cries when I pray about this. My my spirit, my spirit, this is in my spirit. This is not a light matter. And so when I saw this trailer, of, of, of first I was so excited about Spike Lee saying that he was doing a movie about what, what was going on in Chicago because I say, well, you know, this is an African-American man. Mm-hmm. And um, prayerfully, hopefully most, I have a lot of respect for all of his work because he, he approaches this from several different perspectives, and sometimes it's a, it's a little comedy in there, but for the most part it comes out with a message. Yeah. But when I saw this trailer for what is currently occurring in Chicago, and I saw him utilizing these black women in this trailer talking about they're going to neglect to give their vaginas to their men, that that was going to stop these men from using these guns to shoot people. Is this what it's reduced to? Wow. The issue that's going on Chicago, in Chicago is reduced to, to, to sexual behavior, is reduced to denying men um, being able act, to have access to the vagina. This is what's, what's going to stop the violence in Chicago. How about, the, how about the fact that there's poverty going on in Chicago? How about the fact that job loss is going on in Chicago? How about the fact that the individuals that are utilizing the system um, concerning Section 8 and concerning food stamps and concern? how about these individuals are so stressed out because they may actually need these, but they get treated like, like, they, like they shouldn't even have it. They get treated like, 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 like people are doing them a favor by even approving it. They get treated like, like they're non-existent or they're non-citizens because they need these, this assistance. And how about all of these all of these things and many more affect the mindsets of our people to a point where sometimes they submit to doing things that are that are, that are causing detriment to life in our society. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they and we're basically, you know, committing uh, a, a genocide because yes. you know, it, and and we're we're losing an entire generation. 
I, you know, it, it, you know what? I, it, there's so much that I want to say that this is like a conversation that we have to have outside of yes. <laughs> the show because I want to get back to your work. But, uh, you know, that was a very important piece, uh, which is also why I love your pen. You know, the, the consciousness of your pieces is always relevant. It's right on time. It's, it's, it's that, that, that wake up call, that, that, that scream from, from, um, uh, you know, at the end of, of school days, you know, <laughs> so we're talking about the black movies, you know, and stuff like that. It's, it's that scream, like, wake up, wake up. Why aren't you guys paying attention? There's something that we can do. But um, like I said, that the wonderful piece, and, and it is a subject matter that is really is bigger than our few minutes here on the show, and I definitely want everybody to hear more about you and, and your pen. So we're not going to give Spike Lee your time right now, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Well, oh, my goodness. Yeah, we definitely have to come back to it, though. (laughs) But um, I wanted to know, what what is it that that you want to do with your art, with this gift that you've been given, these words and the way that you weave them? What is it that you would really ultimately like to do with it? At this point, I do I do plan on publishing. Um I I have I have been writing for 24 years. 24 years. So I have a lot of early work. I, it's in notebooks, not even released, not ever shared. It's in notebooks in a container sitting in the corner of my bedroom. <laughs> I have um I have pieces that are um uh, that I've lost because of computers dying losing files, whatever the case may be. Um, but I do I do eventually want to put together um a history of my writing that that more than likely will be my first publication. A history in terms of my growth of my writing. So I don't want to put like I don't want to put a bunch of pieces from the same era together in one publication because I don't wanna you know, I don't wanna put too much of myself out there. So I'm gonna start small. I want to put my first publication more than likely will be a collection of my previous writings when I was younger. Um, uh, and, and, and along throughout the book, it'll be the progression, different pieces I pick out from different eras um, to represent uh, my growth and also represent my thought pattern and my perspective and also the things I've witnessed in the world and how I've perceived them. And um, and also, I'm very much interested in recording. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm actually a very a versatile artist, so I sing, I MC, um, and I do spoken word. And so um, I'm, I'm looking to do a, a CD, a volume of um, a volume of my writings, um, mm-hmm. probably combined with music, um, probably combined with um, just combined with a bunch of different elements, um, pieces, sound bites from history, you know, things of that nature. And um, I, 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 I'm, I'm grateful to have the ability as a psalmist to share my thoughts and to um to share the vision as God you know, as God gives it to me. But I'm also more so concerned in utilizing my craft as a means to um as a means to grant change in the planet. So I'm looking forward to doing a lot of 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 lot of uh outreach work. I'm a part of an organization that wasn't included in my bio. I'm so sorry because I just recently became a part of this organization. Um it's called Solo Society of Love's Organization. And um shout out to the CEO and founder King Solomon. Um he's a very popular spoken word artist 
out here in the um, Chicago community. Uh, he he established this organization, and the the very fine principle to this particular organization is that love is a necessity. Love is a necessity to overcome anything. Love is a necessity in order to change and alter anything. Mm -hmm. And I I believe that to be true. And so I'm collectively working with the um, solo organization to find um, ways, any ways, I mean, any suggestions made to us, we're extremely open, any ways to be able to impact the world. You know, the smallest from the biggest way. Sometimes the smallest ways done enough cause Mm -hmm. the biggest change. And so um, I do look to I do look to publish, I do look to record, but I'm more so focused on being a, um, an activist in terms of my craft as well. Because there's it's no point in writing something and, 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 and you steadily writing it and reciting it, but you ain't doing nothing about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, and so. Okay. <laughs> tell, tell me again, what's the name of this organization? Solo, Society of Love Organization. It's founded by King Solomon. You can find him via Facebook, um, K-I-N-G-S-O-L-O-M-O-N. You can find our page um, via Facebook, Solo. Solo, I, I, I believe it's called the Solo Poets Platform. I can't be sure because most of the, the majority of the people that are part of the organization are actually artists. In fact, the individual, one of my favorite, 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 favorite individuals in the world, and, and dope, dope ass spoken word artist, Diana Tyler, aka Goddess Warrior, who you yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's a part of the solo organization too. And um, so you can you can find us via Facebook. You can definitely reach out to King Solomon. He has a very open spirit and a very um, a very much attitude of gratitude. So if you reach out to him to inquire about the organization and how you can be a part of the movement, he'll he'll definitely offer that information to you. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. I hope everybody got that. And if you didn't, don't worry about it because we definitely have an archive for you to listen in again and play it back at your leisure. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, that sounds like a really wonderful organization. That, that's awesome. It's, I love those things that feed you um, your 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 soul, you know, at the same time as, you know, letting you be yourself you know, yeah. as an artist. Uh, and that's one of the things that I love about being actually part of POET, uh, People of Extraordinary Talent, because we're artist activists. And yes. you know, so it's not, it's, it's, I get to do what I love. I yes. get to write, I get to stand on stage and act a fool. And then <laughs> at the end of the day, I can say, you know what I did today? I wrote, I acted a fool, and I talked to a woman who, stole her child in the middle of the night because her husband was beating the crap out of both of them. And I made her laugh today. She said she hadn't laughed in a month. I did that. Yes. You know. So, anyway, that's one of those. (laughs) Yes. So, all right, all right. So now we know, you know, what what you're planning on doing with your... uh, 
you know, with your words and with your pen, with your art. That's a wonderful thing. Uh, um, I, you know, of course, I wish you well in every endeavor. And since we are now, uh, uh, I consider us now a networking partners <laughs> once yeah. you come on the show. Uh, anytime that you know you need my help, please feel free to reach out to me because that is definitely what we do here on Kylie's World. So if you hear somebody else, you know, on Kylie's World that you want to network with or promote with and, you know, you get with them, that's that's just what we do here. And I, I love that. That That's what makes me love being uh, uh, on my show for having this job. This is another part of that, you know, doing extraordinary things with your extraordinary talent, you know. So uh, then, of course, I get to meet people like you, and I get to interview you, and I get to find out, you know, what makes you tick. (laughs) So tell me. I'm sorry, just to, um, just uh, this, uh, as a notation, um, there is actually an event that is occurring on November the 22nd at the Poetic Hangout, 800 South Cottage Grove, if you're local to Chicago. Um, it's a forum that is dealing with depression and suicide. Um, shout out to Bernadette Boozer, who is the CEO and founder of the Poetic Hangout movement. Um, the forum got a lot of um, dope dope artists, yes, very extremely dope artists, phenomenal artists, um, but the forum is not so much focused on the artistry as it is the story behind the artistry because every individual that is included in the forum has experienced either depression or suicide or have been affected by an individual close to them in their lives who... Um, were suffered depression and actually committed to suicide successfully, and um, she she decided to do this forum because during this particular season, um, people tend to go through depression. Mm-hmm. People tend to go mm-hmm. through the thoughts of suicide. Some people don't have family to spend the holidays with. Some people lost family around the holidays. So on November 22nd, I believe the time begins at 7 p.m., mm-hmm. 800 South Cottage Grove, um, where the CEO and founder is Bernadette Boozer. If you are available and you know somebody who um, goes through depression or you know somebody that has gone through suicide and they just need a place where they can be able to feel comfortable and knowing that they're not the only one that's going through it so they can speak out and talk about what they're going through. If you just have a curiosity about how it affects people around you, please feel free to come out as far as I know at this point. There is no cover because her her, her whole... Her whole thought process is that she just really wants to be a blessing, you know, to people that stand in need of this particular subject matter. So please feel free to come out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is awesome. Um, yeah, so I am in Chicago, and I will definitely be putting that on my calendar. Um, any forms of helping with uh, mental illnesses uh, in whatever form it uh, takes shape, whether it's uh, depression or whether it's being bipolar or whether it's being, you know, schizophrenic or whatever it is, you know, I'm, I'm all about helping people um, in, in those situations because we don't do that enough enough to, you know, there there are many people that are out on the streets now that simply need uh, a medication, or they might just simply need a a therapist or someone to talk to about things that are going on in their life, and they wouldn't be homeless, you know, they they wouldn't, they would be a a, um, supporting member of society 
just be, you know because we don't do things like that you know so that that's wonderful I'm so glad that you brought that up and I would definitely be looking at uh, looking up Bernadette for uh that information and uh hopefully I'll see you there <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, so I'm you know I I don't just um spit out these questions and not think about what you know what the answers are um I'm actually taking notes as I'm doing this. So I, I have down uh to contact King Solomon and to look up the solo project there and then and also the you know what's going on on the twenty second. I'm listening. I'm paying attention. I'm going to be proactive after this. You know? Thank you so much. And I don't doubt that. I love your spirit. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um I know we've gone over our time because you were um you very hard you in on time, but that's okay. That's that's okay. Um I, I would like for you though to uh share another piece for our archives and, and then if you don't mind, we could do a part two. Yes, ma'am. No, so you know, the, like I said, this is not you know, this the, we're very relaxed here as you can see. <laughs> We're a family. We having a good time, and I'm enjoying the conversation. I'm enjoying the words and and just the banter back and forth. I'm enjoying it. So I know my listeners are as well. So gratitude, gratitude. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I I do so much conscious. I hope people don't get tired of here. <laughs> I do. So much conscious. Um, hey, that's, a, that's your thing. That, you know, there are people who do strictly erotica. They don't do anything else. They don't do any conscious speeches. They don't do any. They don't do no science fiction. They don't want to talk about anything else but erotica. But you know what? On them days when I need to hear erotica, I need to hear erotica. And that's the person I'm going to go to. <laughs> So, therefore, if I know that I need, that I feel the need, I got a wake-up call inside me that says I need to do something about the shootings in the street and stuff like that, I'm going to look for a conscious person. I'm not looking for my erotic poet. So, there is no getting tired of it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, uh, to suffice to say, this is a conscious piece. (laughs) We're creatures of habit that live in a habitat that requires drastic evolution and chronic pollution to the five elements of self. I pray these demons don't get us. Fuck wealth, fuck the media, fuck chemically altered food, sensationalized bullshit, and tools of deception that produce ingestion. This is the conception. This is the message when the preachers, evangelists, prophets, and oracles can speak no more blessings. No more heaven is a golden stair, or you can do what you want and still make it there, or you can fake love while still saying that you care. This is not the cakewalk. This is not the beaches with the white sand, or the silver spoon snatched from the royal Nubian hands and placed in the mouths of the white man's baby. This is that crazy reality, that fantasy that turns dreams into nightmares. And no, it's not fair, but it's real. Open your eyes. We got picket lines with chalk lines on one side and niggas with heavy trigger fingers on the other. I said, we got picket lines with chalk lines on one side and niggas with heavy trigger fingers on the other as if the police department
department wasn't enough with their scandalized actions. Too many bodies stacking and not enough finances to impact those that are starving in Africa. Too many frantic for Link and Section 8 but lacking plans to vacate the system and get on their feet. Too much heat with the sirens and not enough fire to get by them. When will it stop? Obama was the great white hope. Yeah, I know that's funny, right? But Obama was the great white hope, and he's African-American. He's kin to the lineage of the struggle. But how can this one single solitary brother be the only difference made if the rest of us are just relying upon him? He ain't Jesus. He was just the reason for us to neglect to push past the headlines and recognize that truth doesn't lie in lies but in thyself when we realize that self is the only help that will afford a better outlook. Where my gangbangers at? What you banging for now? How many sets have you sent up to change our communities? Do you even know who the Black Panthers are? All you kittens that can't find your mitten sucking on the tit of a system that is currently altering the original concept of organization. Who you faking? Who you draking? Crybabies in these streets killing off your own tribe and living your life off the premise of misunderstanding. Your hands are crucified to the assistance. And answer me this. Why everybody act like they need permission to change this world? Why is it that many don't realize that this world was given for us to impact it instead of corrupt it? I pray these demons don't get us. Graffiti my soul. And no, I don't want no Michelangelo. Give me them bricks with spray paint and stories of saints that gained recognition through the testimony of being less than a saint but a sinner used at the last dinner. It's 11.59. I said, it's 11.59. Where your babies at? Whose school system qualifies to teach them that even though they're black, they're still brilliant? What approved textbooks teaches them about their true lineage? What extracurricular activities causes them to tap into their supernatural visions and elevate to a state and place that makes them be more than just pilgrims? We got babies out here having babies. Mothers playing daddies. Fathers lost in translation because the plantation still got them. Sadly, I said, we still got babies out here having babies. Mothers playing daddies. Fathers lost in translation because the plantation still got them, sadly. And grandma is raising these generations, but her backbone got a curve now because the weight is bending our ancestors. The history is spinning off the axis. The repercussions are smacking Malcolm X, Dr. Martin Luther King, Frederick Douglass, Sojourner Truth, and Marcus Garvey straight in the face, and the taste of blood is flowing from auction blocks to nooses to cherry tree blossomings on backside to the current confusion. All these loose ends and no knots that Boy Scouts, politicians, presidents, parents, or role models commend to tend to our current conditions. Listen. If seven days equate a week, then seven times one day should make changes peak. Why is this plateau so weak? Why is the only signs of life reek with burnt fingertips and bulging lips that speak of faith but can't manifest miracles? Mystical mysteries plummeting in this spiracle. Sheer lost hope floating in a boat that's stinking. Now let that sink in. 
Stop trying to pretend that everything's all right when them red lights are blinking and when the American flag is ratchet, balled up, wrinkling, and stinking. In peace. Wow. I must say you are powerful, sister. You are powerful. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one of those pieces where you got to take a deep breath after you hear it. <laughs> that was wonderful. Thank you so much for that. I, I just um I, I just appreciate your pen. I, I, I appreciate your work, your you know, you, you can call it conscious if you want to. I'm gonna let you label it that. But <laughs> I am just saying your work is phenomenal. Um, are you a, a, a prolific writer? Like, are you writing every day, several of them every day? How, how do you work? Um, I, I, I work in terms of how God leads me. Okay. I, I'm not going to lie. I have my days where I want to write and I can't write. I have my days where I want to write on certain subject matters and I can't. It has to, it has to stem from the soulish. It has to stem from the spiritual. It has to stem. It has. It has to stem from 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 how God is moving my spirit. That's the only way it flows for me. I don't know about nobody else's process, but that's the only way it flows for me. If if it's if it's not something directly related to to something that God is dealing with me about, it's not gonna flow. And then I have instances where um, I jot something down real quick, like a, a line or something to come to me, you know, something catchy to come to me. And when the catchy part comes to me, I make sure I, I'm like, ooh, that's nice. And then I can't I can't write nothing past that catchy part. And I'll be like, okay, well, we just going to put it down somewhere, and then if we come back to it, we come back to it. Then I'll write something else. And I, I ain't even thinking about the catchy something I wrote probably about a week or a couple of days ago. And I'll write something else. And I'll be like, ooh, that's nice, but I can't get, part, get past this one part where it end at and then later on down the line um, when I'm not even thinking about the catchy part or thinking about the something that I wrote down a week later, gotta say take that, go to this take that that you wrote down here take that that you wrote over here and I want you to recite it to yourself mm. and then when I recite it I'll be like, I didn't even know you was doing this guy. <laughs> and it becomes a piece <laughs> I love it I love it I hear you. That That is just awesome. Okay, all right, all right. Well, you know what? I must say that I know more about you now than I knew before, and I am still utterly impressed. Gratitude. Uh, I appreciate it. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I just want to thank you for coming on to the show, for opening yourself to my uh, listening family. Uh, you know, allowing us into your world. <laughs> I've been so humbled by it. like you, you, Queen. I'm so, and I'm not one. I don't mesh my words. I don't. I don't say things just for the sake of sounding nice. I am very humbled that you offered this opportunity to me, and I'm. I'm so. I'm so disappointed that I wasn't timely and prompt about it. But I am eternally. Oh, great. don't beat yourself up about that. I'm telling you, it's no big deal. It is not. It is not a big deal. And we've had so much, such a good conversation these last couple minutes, you know, um, of the show. So I mean, that really, even that right there makes up for any of the timeliness. And it doesn't matter because you know, as artists, we have to be flexible anyway. And things happen, 
You know, nothing is ever perfect. You want it to be perfect. It's never that way. But it works out the way it's supposed to. And I believe that that is the way that this was supposed to flow. This day, this show, everything was supposed to flow exactly the way it did. And as far as I'm concerned, this was a fantastic show. I have absolutely no complaints whatsoever. Okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we will definitely have to do a part two. Now, um, do you have anything that's coming up that you'd like to tell everybody about? That um, you know, you told us about uh, the twenty second uh, going to. I, I mean, are you going to be a part of that? The depression and yes, suicide. Yes, yes, ma'am. I'm, I okay. am a part of the form. Um, I am an unsuccessful suicide attempt. <laughs> okay. I've battled with um, depression um, nearly my entire life. Um, I have a history of depression in my family. And so I'm definitely a part of that form when she contacted me. <clears throat> Excuse me, when she contacted me, um, or when she contacted um, the, the 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 spoken word artists in the in the community um, that have been, you know, very very adamant about coming out to the poetic hangout. And she said, you know, I want to do a form in, in terms of depression and suicide, and I also want to open up the poetic hangout on the holiday because a lot of family, a lot of people don't have family that they can go to their household and eat. And it touched my heart. And, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm a very private individual. I'm an open book in terms of when people ask me, but I'm a very private individual because I'm, I'm also the type of person I believe that some information that's offered without being requested is not always received. Mm-hmm. And so I, <laughs> so I tend to be an extremely private person. But when she um when she when she when she began to talk about the forum, it really touched my heart because I said, you know, this is something that I don't always talk about. I don't always talk about my experiences with um suicide. I don't always talk about my experiences with depression. It's not necessarily that it's because it's something I'm ashamed of, because I have no shame. I'm a survivor. I'm overcome. I'm still alive. But Absolutely. on the same token, it's not necessarily a subject that's always easily brought up. So. Um, when she when she said she wanted to do it, I think, well, I guess it's time for me to open up a little bit more and share my story. So I'm definitely a part of that form along with several other um, beautiful artists, talented, gifted artists who are actually all activists themselves. So um, that, that's November 22nd. On November 19th, um, there is a Grown Folks Entertainment Presents Thursday night spoken word, and I was blessed and um, humbled to to be asked to be their their featured um, artist of that particular evening. The location is 18601 South Cicero Avenue. The time starts at 7 p.m. The um, event organizer organizer is Jody Foster. Um, he is actually looking for artists in the spoken word community right now to be able to feature them because it's a fairly new venue. So please feel free to reach out to him on November. I am actually a part of a POET platform that is occurring. Let me get that date together really quickly. Shout out to Black Ice, the king of poetry, and the CEO and founder of POET. Um, <laughs> you're, you're in the spoken word stage play. Uh, he saw the best. Yes, yes. Okay, ma'am. all right. I got I, I got this one. How about that? Okay. I do this for you. Okay. All right, everybody. A Black Ice production, He Saw the Best, is a spoken word stage play. It is poets with their 
testimonies. You definitely want to be there if you're in the Chicago area, you're within driving distance. That means Indiana, Michigan, Wisconsin. Bring your butts on here to Chicago. You don't want to miss this Saturday, November 28th at 7 p.m. live at the Quarry. The Quarry is at 2423 East 75th Street. The doors open at 7 o'clock. General admission is $20. It's $30 for VIP, which includes dinner. But hey, Listen, if you were not paying attention earlier, Black Eye said that if you will call him with the code that you are a Kylie's World listener, he will knock $10 off of your admission for the next seven days. You got seven days to get your ticket from him at a $10 discount. That means if you're getting general admission, you're only paying $10. If you're getting VIP tickets, you're only paying $20. Okay, so if you are a Kylie's World listener, go ahead and get that um, discount that's only going to be for seven days. Like I said, seven days only. Contact Black Ice and you'll get to hear Alien. You'll get to hear Script. There's a Savant Furlough. There's the Endurer. There's Ascension Divine, Amy Panay, um, Geronimo, lovely lyricists. There's so many of them. And, of course, Black Ice will be there. So you definitely want to be it. He saw the best. Yes, 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 yes. And I have a, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I have a couple of events occurring in December, um, all of which I'm awaiting a plugger for. So I don't have um, the specific information for them. So, but what I will do is, um, I will bring them to your attention mm-hmm. um, when I do receive the specific information for them. But that's. Pretty much it for what's going on with me right now. And pray That's for me. School thing is driving me crazy. <laughs> that is a whole lot, and that is a wonderful thing. I am so glad that you are um, using your gift uh, the way that it was intended, and that you are, um, you know, taking that word to everyone. You know. So just congratulations on everything that's going on with your career. Um, I know that we're going to get a CD soon. I know we're going to get a book soon. So I, I can't wait. Um, so, But I had a fabulous time with you this evening. I just, definitely enjoy you. I always enjoy you. Your personality is so bubbly. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um but we're going to go ahead and close out the show. Uh, we, we've gone over a little bit, which I love. I mean, and, you know, it may not be, like you said, as professional as it should be. But you know what? I had a good time, and that's all that counts right now. <laughs> so I want to thank everybody, especially my special guest, Alien, for tuning in to the national award-winning POET Radio Presents. Kylie's World, hey! I had a fabulous time. Thank you, everybody that called in. Remember to support and network with everyone that you hear on the show tonight. Definitely contact Miss Alien and let her know um, how you enjoyed her uh, her her interview this evening. And please stay tuned to a part two because we definitely have to have a part two because I enjoyed you so much. And also be looking out for um, the anthology book that I'm in, Speaking to the Next Generation. I will give you a release date very, very soon because uh, my understanding is that we are already printing and the book will be on its way to me soon, which means it will be ha- it'll have a release date really soon. 
Yay, so. congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. I love sh- shameless self-promotion here. This is what we do. So. <laughs> I'm proud of you. That's so awesome. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So that will be coming out soon. Um, and everybody tune in. Don't forget, next week, next Friday, we have a rap artist. Oh, my goodness, yes, rhythm and poetry. Remember that rap is rhythm and poetry. We have a young man coming. His name is Young Kurt. Very nice young man that I had the pleasure of uh, seeing on stage. We also have a personal connection, which I'll tell you guys about when we talk to him. But uh, we're going to talk to that young man and see, you know, what the youth of today think about what's going on in this world. You know, and we'll learn about his art, of course. So everybody tune in next Friday. And I want to thank every single person for listening in and sharing their words here at Kylie's World. And I invite you back every Friday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you next Friday. Have a blessed evening. (laughs) Good night. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.